Let's talk about screens, lights, and their effect on sleep. Now this pretty much applies to all of us, um, but we're gonna focus on our children specifically. When we look at screens, so that can be a phone, iPad, tablet device, um, the television, computers, any screen, they give off blue light. Um, blue light is much like the light we get from the sun, and also any bright lights, um, there are often there often is blue light elements in there. This light, any bright lights, and particularly blue blue ones as well, they um, as we look at the light, the light enters our eyes. The receptors uh, prevent the production of melatonin, which is the sleepy hormone. So if that hormone production is suppressed, we're not going to feel so sleepy. And actually has the opposite effect. It makes us feel more awake, harder to fall asleep, and therefore delays um, any sleepy feelings. So if you may have felt this yourself, if you're somebody who maybe works quite late on a laptop or you're prone to browsing on your phone quite late at night, maybe right before bed even, then you're more likely to find it difficult to settle to sleep. And I always say to parents who say, how can I get to sleep better? I always say, well, the first thing you need to do is eliminate or, or limit your screen time um, close to bedtime because even if that doesn't solve everything, it's certainly gonna help and it's certainly gonna move things in the right direction for you. So the same applies for our children and People who um, tell me that, you know, well, my child falls asleep watching the telly or um, using a screen to, you know, sort of zombie them out and, and wind them down. Um, whilst I'm all for a wind down and a calm down time, using a screen to do it is kind of counterproductive because it is going to suppress the production of that sleepy hormone. Um, so it's not the best idea. My advice to you on this is to Restrict screen time, um, they say three hours, but that's a bit unrealistic. I would say have a good hour of screen-free time before bedtime. If you can go for an hour, you should be okay. And sometimes parents say to me, but what can we do that last hour? They're really fractious and irritable, um, at least with the television, you know, they're calm and quiet. Well, once you get into the rhythm and have something else in place, you'll find that it does work. It does sometimes mean being a bit more proactive, so if you're hoping to be able to settle them down and go and do the washing up or clear up the kitchen or cook a meal or whatever it is you want to do, that might be a bit of a struggle and that's where the screens usually come in handy. So if we can't do that, instead perhaps take some time out from your jobs and allow that hour, that final hour to connect with your child or your children and set aside some time for maybe reading some stories, looking at some pictures, even just having a making up a story with them, getting nice and cozy and calm, having a wind down. It's not just good for their wind down, it's also really nice for that connection and that bond. And you'll probably find that the whole bedtime process after that is much smoother. So if you've had an hour of calm, quiet time, reading books, having a chat, if they're old enough, um, ask them questions about their day, let them, get things out, thoughts and things that might be milling around, let them express feelings, get all that stuff out. And then when you say, okay, come on now, it's time for bed, if they're old enough to say that, or you can just take them off to bed, you'll probably find that they go more smoothly into the bedtime routine with less resistance, less frustration, um, and settle more easily to sleep. If you try that for a good week consistently, really dedicate yourself and go, right, I'm gonna do this 
every night, an hour before the bedtime routine begins um, and really commit to that, after a week you're gonna see a big difference. Um, so yeah, I invite you to try this. Um, it's something I think we all um, fall for at times. You know, we are busy, we're, you know, we're juggling lots. Sometimes parents get home late from work or you're picking the children up and they haven't got much of a window before it's you know, food and whatever in bed. Um, I understand that life can get in the way and sometimes the quickest and easiest solution is to pop on a screen of some sort, you know they're okay, you can get what you need to do and it practically, it seems like the easiest option. Um, it's, I'm not saying it's easy, but it will probably pay dividends whilst you might have it easier then, um, you then possibly face difficulties and struggles around bedtime or maybe it doesn't happen at bedtime, it happens later in the night or early in the morning. So what you put in up front, so invest in that hour before bed, you're gonna get that back. It's gonna pay dividends with bedtime or, or night wakings or early starts. Um, so give that a go and just bear in mind that that's, it, it's a you know scientific fact that the light for the screens, um, televisions, any device, it does mess with our receptors, our melatonin levels are reduced and we do struggle to settle to sleep. So well worth knowing that. Um, the daylight does have the same effect, which is why I always say to people um, in the summer months or in the lighter months of the year, depending on where you live, the um, you know the, the mornings start earlier, the, the evenings last longer and lots of light can go into the child's room. So blackout blinds are great and I know lots of people are big fans of natural light and naturally waking up. That's great. I love that too, personally. Um, but when it comes to children and sleep, we have to sometimes defy nature because if we go with nature, the night's too short for the child's sleep needs. So to extend that, we have to black out the evening sun and the early morning sun, um, having a very dim amber or red, as I always say, uh, nightlight would be much more beneficial if they need some light in the room. Um, red light doesn't mess with our night vision and um, red or amber those warm colors much more conducive to sleep if you need some light in the room um so there you go some information on how light and screens mess with our sleep and some solutions there for what you can do about it